Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Well, hello there, son. I hope son. you uh, finally have our t-shirts ready. We've sure. sure been waiting for him to do a scene. Oh, I've been waiting for the shirts, have you? Uh-huh. <laughs> cool off, big time. time. I got them right here. I remember you. I remember your shirts. Let's see. It was the... Starfish, Starland something, vocal something. Band. Starland vocal band. Rock and roll group, huh? <laughs> you kids. <laughs> Come on. Here they are. There you go. <laughs> Woo. Starfish vocal band. Yeah, those are nice shirts, too. They're lined with oh, aluminum. Uh, you can wear them outside. They're your all-weather shirts. vocal band. Starving vocal band. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's not right. It's not right. It's close <clears throat> enough, isn't it? It's getting closer. Son, in this world, if you can get close. Sweatband. Sweatband local, local clan. clan. I, well, you know what I was thinking? Maybe on some of these, a magic marker, and you could cross them out and put in the... Yeah, but I can't pay you for these, because they're not right. What do you mean you can't pay me? They're not right. Picky, picky, picky. Oh, What's a couple okay. of mistakes? Here's one. Finally, we got one right. Sure, of course. Go ahead, Great. slip into that, why At don't least... you send and uh, take care of that bill. Yeah, that looks great. Yeah. You'll love it. You guys are going right to the top. You know what I mean? Yeah, so are you, big guy. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah. Say hi to the Beatles for me, huh? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the China Syndrome. The harder they try, the more resistance they meet. They've got their own security man. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you want me to make it any clearer? The closer they get, no. the more threatening it becomes. No. The China Syndrome. Today, only a handful of people know what it really means and they're scared soon you will know the china syndrome Thai web heavy longmire gustav mateblanc London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. Is it normal to eat Chinese food straight out of the container? You know, the paper box? Uh, I believe so. That's why I do it. It's what the movies tell me. That, that's every movie about New York City that I've ever seen. Right. That's how they do it. That's the reason I do it like that. That's, that's the way they do it in the movies. movies. It is funny how movies have you know collectively shaped some of our ideas. Name another one. Pornos. Okay. <laughs> I was. Let, let me rephrase that. Let me say. Regular box office. Everything I know how to do is from pornos. Okay. All right. <laughs> Says a lot. Yeah. Answers a lot. Yeah. Explains so much, doesn't it? Does. It? it does. This is Can You Hear Me, the podcast, once again with three guys, thanks to our good buddy Jay Cranfield Thank joining you, Jay. in. Jay. Thank you, Jay. Good to be here. I'm Gustav Monteblanc. I'm Heavy Longmire, America's favorite. And I am the one and only Jay Cranfield. There we go. Thank goodness. And you can find me on Twitter at Real Gustav. You can find me at Longmire Heavy. 
And I'm at Jay Cranfield. I've said that a lot already. That's all right. It's good to to establish who you are for the listeners in Ecuador or Japan or Australia. Right. Have we? Have you heard from your Australian listener? Not in a while. And our uh, not since uh, Ty called him out from for actually being from Gilmer. Well, oh, yeah, that's right. So we're still not sure the inner stand man isn't any of these people, right? But <laughs> I, I do still see listens from Australia, so I think. That he really what is about Australian. Ecuador? I haven't seen her, although she still likes stuff on Twitter every once in a while. Right. So we got that going for it. Japan disappeared for a while. Okay. We had no listeners from Japan like in the month of November, I think. <laughs> and and we were, you know, running a couple of hundred downloads. And then all of a sudden they came back last month. Uh, not as much, but still established. Maybe it's the holiday season over there. <laughs> and they were busy doing holiday things. Tell us more about Japanese holidays. I don't know. I'm just that's why I prefaced it with maybe. Anyway, they eat their turkey out of the box. <laughs> they leave the head on it. Probably so. Yeah. I'm just trying to wait tie it all back to porno some way. Can you fit a dog in a box? Oh. That's not Jap- Japan. That's Korean, sir. Oh. And China. Like PF Chang's <laughs> and, and, Is Viet- that Korean? and Vietnam. I don't know. I don't know what it's, that is. It's fusion, so it's, it's very fusion. loose. It's oh, just, is it fusion? Is that yeah, what that is? it's pretty much anything. He's okay. never been to a P of Chang's. I have, once. A little overrated. Yeah, I didn't care for it. Yeah, it's, it's you know. It's all right. Just go to Payway. Same never thing. been to a Payway. I like Payway. It's the same thing, just a little bit cheaper. Yeah. But still not dirty Chinese restaurant cheap. I like dirty Chinese restaurant yeah, cheap. Yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah. Always. I may have told it, you know, the... Last time I think I was at a P.F. Chang's was when it was Gustav and the Three Bears. Have I told that story? I don't believe I've heard this. Well, I was working in the Oakland, California area. Oh, it's a nice part of California, I hear. Yeah. Oddly enough, at the time that they were having, what was the prop about gay marriage legalization out there? This is several years ago. Yeah. And, you know, Oakland, San Francisco, there are a higher percentage of people of uh lgbtqa question mark print sign yeah ampersand sure and um one of the the main person of the client that i was working with he was of the uh of the bear variety oh, okay oh the three bears okay i think i have heard the story go ahead wonderful man great guy and we'd had a big conference and we had, he and I had been tag teaming the handling, the speaking at this conference. And he's like, well, we got to go, you know, we, there's some people in from other parts of the country. We'll go have dinner tonight. You know, I'm like, okay, that's fine. So he brought his partner who also worked at the same client, another bear. And then they uh, had a, another guy that was from uh, some other part of the country he was shaved head, but I'm pretty sure he would have fallen in the bear category too. I didn't see him with his shirt off, so was he wearing turquoise? I don't. He did not have turquoise, but okay. he was also so the gentleman I was working for. He was probably about six two, and the guy from the other part of the country also bigger than six foot tall, mm, large husky men. And then the partner, I don't think he was quite as tall, but he was much more husky. Is that guy? Brown bear. He was like or a black a, bear. Yeah, he was very. Uh, anyway, so we go to the PF Changs. Is this still in Oakland? This is still in Oakland. Okay. So you're in the Bay Area. 
with all of their well, it was right influx. It was, it was of close to Asian it, culture. It was close to the hotel that we were having. PF Chang's. Yeah. It was uh, it was right next to the hotel that we were having the conference at. So it was just a matter of convenience. Okay, I got you. I ate much, you know, to your point near the office that we worked in downtown Oakland. The actual street signs were in Chinese and English. I mean, really? It's, yeah, wow. it's. It is Chinatown, and you always hear about Chinatown in San Francisco, mm-hmm. which is great. You can just walk into places and have the best Chinese food I've ever had. But in Oakland, it's the same. There's just a, it's not as condensed. It's a bigger area, okay. it feels like. So don't just stick in Chinatown. You can go to Oakland too. I mean, anyway, you know, one of the ways those areas save money, the cities, is that they, uh, they don't have to spend money on animal control. Oh, stop it, damn it. That's not true in any way. So back to my story. I don't know. I've seen some evidence of that on a Faces of Death video back in the day. Well, we can talk about Faces of Death later. But anyway, back to my story of Gustav and the Three Bears. So we go to the P.F. Chang's, and the hostess is like, all we have is the booth. And we're like, that's fine. Great. <laughs> but it's not your... Like the two and two or the half circle? That's, that's what I wasn't expecting because it was the half circle. And Gustav got stuck. Right so it was the, the two partners, Gustav, and then the guy from out of town. And so now so, you have a partner. Now I have a partner. And it's if you drew a graph, it looks like the stock market crash. Because here I am, you know, shoulder height to these other three men, basically, right. crammed into this booth. And I instantly thought, I wish everybody could see this. Right. And then I thought about the Kids in the Hall segment a long time ago where Kevin McDonald is at a bar and this big bear starts to hit on him. And he doesn't want any part of it. But then it cuts to the scene and he remembers back to his scoutmaster telling him what to do when a bear, bear attacks. attacks. I remember this. And the first thing is play dead. So he plays dead and the bear carries him into his house and like throws him onto the bed. And then he cuts again to the scoutmaster around the campfire saying, climb to the highest point possible. So he starts climbing up a, a, a bookcase and then the bear just grabs his pants and pulls him down. He's just assless Kevin McDonald hanging there. And then the final scene is Kevin McDonald standing in the shower, just looking so dejected. And then you see it kind of zooms out a little bit, and the bear scrubbing his back. <laughs> was uh, uh, Dave Foley was part of that, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Is he a gay? No. Foley's uh, been married multiple times. Okay, and, there yeah. you go. He's on news radio. Right? Yes. yes. Uh, great news radio. That, that was a good show. Great that was a good show. show. Foley likes to pop up on, uh, he does guest appearances mostly now, yeah. like on Always Sunny and stuff. Oh, he's always a funny guy. Yeah. Hey, uh, did you know? The only, uh, sorry, oh. I believe the only um, gay guy on Kids in the Hall was actually Scott Thompson, who played the buddy character. Okay. The and they, you know, had the Scots guy, Scots yeah. not gay episode and things like that. Right. But everybody else, I think, was uh, straight or bi or you know, questioning. I don't yep. know. I don't know anymore. Right. I don't who, know what all the all the letters knows? mean. Who knows? And I may be the last person to know this, but Mrs. Longmire was telling me last night. Do you know Letterman's having? Series come back on Netflix. He is no. I think the yeah. first episodes with Barack with uh, President Obama. Yes, out and then uh, he's got who else is lined up? Like he's uh, gonna have Alex Jones. <laughs> uh, I don't see Dave doing that. 
How about, you know, I was actually thinking about Dave and his love of Warren Zevon on the way up here. Because, uh-huh. man, he loved him some Warren Zevon. I was listening to Warren Zevon. I'm sure we'll have some Ryan Adams because he loves Ryan Adams. I mean, is it going to be a just an interview show? I, I don't or? know. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing just an interview show. If has, I was guessing. Has he shaved his beard yet? I hope the not. Picture, I still going with the beard. The picture my wife showed me, he still has the beard. So, do you remember the Starland Afternoon Delight people? Starland vocal band? You know, really shitty song that yeah. they did in Anchorman? Yeah. Well, the year that the TV writers went on strike, they were scrambling for content. So they made a Starland vocal band variety show. And the host for the transition scenes was one Dave Letterman. Back when he was just a comic out in L.A. There are, it's on YouTube. But it's rough, isn't it's it? It's awful. <laughs> he, he was a weatherman for a while, wasn't he? I believe yep. so, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I used to love... I, I hadn't watched him in 20 years when he retired. Now, I didn't watch it when he retired because I just... I was tired of... I was tired of 20 years of that Letterman. Yeah. Because I remember the Letterman when I was a kid, and yeah. that was the best. Right. I, I have... Uh, the drunk Letterman. Yeah. Yeah. Back when we were, I think we were talking about Andy Kaufman or something, somebody was. Mm. I went back and watched when Andy was on there and, and Jerry Lawler and they did all their stuff. And that's great. You know, you're a wrestling fan. I'm, you're a Von Erich fan. That doesn't count. Right. But yeah. watching that and Lawler talking about. Do you know what happened there? Yeah. Okay. Well, they cooked up that bit, then yeah. he slapped him. Right. On the, on and the, Lawler, on you, the show. Lawler loved him. And yeah. he just talks about how great it was to have him come down to Mid-South Wrestling and do all their thing and how, you know, he never was sure. With Kaufman. With Kaufman. Right. But, but Kaufman loved every bit of it. Right. And just how much he loved him. That was an interesting him. dude. I still hope. That he's still alive. That he's, he's alive. still alive. <laughs> and that he's going to pop up one day. I just, it's uh, been 30-something years, it's right? It's probably, yeah, it's been a long time. Him it's and Steve McQueen since. show up together. <laughs> I don't think there was any doubt about Steve McQueen faking his death. Was there? Well, I, well, well, well raises the question. <laughs> when you put when you point it that way, I guess we can. We we it's not definitive. All right then. You know that's one of those things I don't remember much about Steve McQueen's death when I was a kid. Cancer? Yeah, it was cancer. Because yeah. we're because he was out of country when he died, right? I think so. He he'd gone down to. South America or something Maybe. for some kind of experimental we treatments. We need some fact checking on this. Yeah. We don't hold us anything We're just to making the... shit up. <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure he had gone down to South America, which experimental stuff and You think in South Nazis America. in Argentina? Yeah. Possibly. That's always fascinated me. Me too. Do you, do you ever see the boys from Brazil with Gregory Peck where they're making Hitler clones? No. Yeah. No. Check that out. Okay. Call that away for your movie of the week. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, what got us on this? We were talking about something. Porno? No. The we, it was something. Do we have an email or a We twin? haven't touched anything. Okay. We're just. We're I just think it rambling. was just the story how, of how movies shaped us. Yeah, I think yeah. It, how I think shaped it, no, us. what started this was Gustav and the Three Bears. That's well, what yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, well, yeah. we got started about Chinese food eaten out of uh, containers. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I think that's the way you're supposed to do that. I don't that's see why a they make them like that. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, I I just had a friend that objected to it. Well, they do well, that, that friend's an idiot. Let's not go that far. I mean, <laughs> they do that because of all the overpopulation. They don't have the room for plates. 
So you just eat out of the little box. There you go. Makes complete sense. I'm pretty sure those paper containers aren't used anywhere in China. <laughs> just like China, just like fortune cookies aren't either. What? Who knows? Who's to say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I think we have a, especially at this table, a very poor understanding of anything inside China. Yeah. Well, there was that one movie. China Syndrome? No, One Night with China. <laughs> Did you ever see the one where she's the She-Hulk, tying back to last week's Marvel? Uh, no. And she's painted green? Oliver's painted green? No, I think Oliver I missed- who? <laughs> Oliver China. Oh. <laughs> Oliver China's vagina. Uh. Yeah, you might want to check that out. Yeah, I'll probably file Just, that one back. At I'll, least, probably, uh, I'll probably see We Were Soldiers first. <laughs> Gotcha. I wish Ty was here because he would have gotten my China Syndrome joke. But yeah. I do appreciate your one night in China tying to that. That's that's quality. China Syndrome. Jane Fonda, right? Jane Fonda, yeah. Is, is that a, a, that's a nuclear, nuclear bomb? No, it's a, a nuclear reactor is going to burn reactor. through and to the core. Have it's you watched, all the way to China. which we haven't, <laughs> we hadn't, we just kind of have passed by it, but have you watched Ken Burns' Vietnam? No, I haven't seen it. Man. I've started rewatching it. Well, good for you. Yeah, I I, I did rewatch uh, the last episode. Yeah. a few weeks back. It's very very good stuff. It is good. Let's get to some stuff. Don't here. tell me what to do. Damn it! Let Emails. Me see, let me Twitter. see what else Twitter we have here. Well, Aaron Cortez. Speaking of, I know we mentioned Japan a minute ago, so this is tying back. If you had to, could you perform the act of seppuku? That's ritual suicide for honor. With honor, he said. If you had to? If you had to. Well, if I have to, I have to. Yeah. I mean, All right. it's, it's kind of, you don't well, have a way a, out of well, it. Well, you don't a, have a choice. Well, so what seppuku form? is, seppuku to the point would be, uh, there's a very, you know, you st- you cut your belly open. Oh, shit. Oh, I thought it was those puzzles. No, that's not. So- <laughs> 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 oh, I can't get the, so I was I like, can't uh, get the Even nine. if I have to, no. Yeah, you, uh-huh. you you kneel there and you disembowel yourself. And oh. if there's a very specific way to do it. You make a side cut and then you go up. What if you do it wrong? Then you fucked up and you have and no honor. You have no honor. Damn yes. it! That's a lot of pressure, man. I don't. I won't think. And I'd traditionally, sign up for that. that was done like if uh, you dishonored, or sometimes if you're if you were a samurai and your lord had died or had been killed in a battle or something, the samurai would uh, yes. kill themselves sometimes. Yes. Or they would go off and be ronin and without a master. But anyway. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean if I like that, no. I don't think I could do going that. Out that way. I mean like if I had to take a cyanide pill or something or just yeah. Well, I guess if you have to, it's under the the premise that it's maybe saving or benefiting something or Right. Someone else. I'd choose the Ronin step. Yeah. Just send me out in the wilderness. One of my favorite Ronin-based movies, not the movie Ronin, which is flawed, but not that bad. Wait, is that about samurais and stuff? Well, it's kind of... It like it, a crime Well, movie. it's a crime movie with a basis about samurais tying back to it, because there's a scene where the this mastermind has all these little uh, toy soldiers of samurais of Ronins, but... Who's in that original one? Uh, Robert De Niro. Yeah, De Niro. Yeah. And, uh, they remade that, right? I don't think so. I don't know. When did that come out? Like 96 yeah, or something oh, okay. like that. Okay, that was the first one then. But one of my favorite, I love samurai movies. 
especially the Kurosawa films. But what do you think of Kill Bill? Yeah. What do you think of the Last Samurai? <sighs> Tom Cruise and Ken Tino. What a nobby. Nah, but there's the Lone Wolf and Cub series that are about a a samurai executioner that he gets framed or whatever, and his wife gets killed. And so he has this baby that he's stuck with, his baby, and he puts down a ball and he stabs a sword in the floor and he lets the baby choose which way they're going to go. If the baby mm. chooses the ball, he's going to he's going to kill the baby and perform seppuku himself. Wow. But if he chooses the sword, training. they're going to just go about their way as a ronin. And so the baby walks over and touches the sword. Yeah. So they head out. And then, so... He's being pursued. Baby doesn't know how lucky that little fucker yeah, got, no does he? Well, yeah. he's being pursued by all these other guys wanting to kill him, but because he's such a badass, he uses the baby to fight the other samurai. And my favorite Sounds scene... Sounds like a great series. Hold on. My favorite scene is that these two samurai are meeting on this field in the morning to fight. And if you were in a sword fight, like, we think of... Uh, Excalibur, you know, suits of armor and swords like that, where you've got this big giant battle sword and you're just banging on each other. But samurai swords aren't that way. They're of a finer metal and they're made to slice. Right. So when these guys actually fought, it might just be one strike and you've cut somebody in half. So they're running each other full speed with these swords. And the guy with, and this spoiler alert, who gives a fuck? Yeah. The, uh, our samurai, the Ronin with the baby, he has the baby strapped to his back. Oh, wow. As this is going. That's badass. And oh, right as like... he's running, he ducks his head and the baby's got a mirror on his head that reflects the sun <laughs> and blinds the other guy and he cuts <laughs> oh, you in half. That's quality right there. It's good shit. There's that's... even more to it than that. <laughs> but he's got a mirror on his head. <laughs> oh, but those shit. Those are the uh, Baby Cart to Hades or Lone Wolf and Cub movies if you ever want to dig those out. Yeah, good I'll stuff. pass on that. I worked in a video store in college, so I got to watch okay. all kinds of insane movies. But... um. We're not we're not committing seppuku. I couldn't sit there and just cut myself. And, no, uh, I don't think so. Uh-uh. You know, Kim uh, chimed in about uh, the uh, sink issue, but he also asked if we were president, would we use social media like the Don? No, no, I don't. I don't really feel like it's appropriate for the no. for the position. I don't either. I think it's we're in a point where I don't think it's appropriate, but I think it's some of the funniest trolling I've ever seen. Oh. You know, just being able to throw shit out. What was the sloppy Steve thing the right. other day? Yes. Well, and then uh, one I saw today, I don't know if it came out this morning or if it was yesterday or what, where him talking about he was, a, and this in all caps, a very successful businessman yeah. and a extremely successful TV star and Deba- became very debatable, became president. His first try, and no one's ever done that. He's <laughs> pretty much a genius, a very stable genius. Yeah, like, stable genius. All right. Yeah. yeah. What it reminds me of is like the. I just I read it and I'm like, this can't be real. This. Oh, it's it's I, real, but it's in, in you know just fucking with people and what 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 I don't get is the people that. Tweet back. Tweet back. Yeah. 
And Makes them feel better. I guess so. Well, then they just argue with each other. Yeah, yeah. If you and yeah, that's one of the things about Twitter in general. If you go into anybody that's got like a blue check mark and go read any of their tweets and just go look What's at the blue check mark mean verified verified. What's that mean? You know that it's somebody, usually a journalist or something, yeah. where there's a oh, potential okay. something. Okay. Now there are some questionable blue check marks, like okay. the great groups. Oh, okay. Shoopy got yeah. a blue check mark somehow. Who hands out these Twitter, check marks? Twitter does. Okay. Now I think you, you have can to pay petite- to get it now, but used to it was just a. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do they decide or do you petition and ask for a blue check mark? Well, at least used to they decided. Yeah. Okay. They verify that it's you and it's you know, that's your follower based. Big Bob Wolonski or something with the Dallas Morning News, okay. that type of thing. But gotcha. when you see these people tweet something, then you go look at their replies, which usually have a lot more than like if uh, we were tweet or something. You know, nobody gives a shit what we say. Right. But it's just people fighting amongst each other. Then. Uh, yeah. And I don't get. Just like, uh, just it gives me tired head. Yeah, I don't like like what the fuck, people. Pointless. I mean, and I mentioned this on when I talked to Brad, but I wanted to get your take. I want to get Ty's take too, and we'll get it when he gets back. But you know, younger people, and I say that being a you know a mid forties man, people in their twenties, I don't remember being angry in my twenties. Do you? I just remember being drunk in my twenties. I just remember working and just trying to you know. Get to a better, you know, spot. I don't remember. I just remember living and I don't remember being angry all the time. But we didn't have Twitter. We didn't have it's social media. Yeah, well, I mean, it's world. a completely different world. I mean, which I do have. Um, I feel bad for that age group because, I mean, college was expensive when we went to college. It was expensive. Not like it is now. No, but that's usually, I mean, people and, gripe about their student loans, but that's not what people are mad about. I mean, you know, I think it's just the state of everything. Like you have uh, kids that, I mean, I would hate to be 24, graduating college, trying to start a career right now. Oh, yeah, I would too. I don't think that, I mean, there's not that stability. I mean, which I've changed careers several times in my life, but even. And, you know, that's always been unstable in and of itself. But you had, you had something that you had a foot to start on. There were, you could yeah. see, and if, you know, and I just, I don't see that the world's like that anymore. I'm, it's just, it's a different, it's a different world. And there's lots of, like, I've got a nephew who graduated from the University of Texas last spring. Ooh la la. He's and, working at Jason's Deli because uh, he's cause driving the, Lyft right now. Yeah. Trying to find a job, you know. How it is and for this a lot of people. Dude has, I mean, I get to look back at what my student loans were. I'm like, ooh, well, that was a lot. Like, ho, oh, oh, nothing like that. He he's graduated and he's fucking ruined for the next twenty years. Yeah, no, I, it's it's insane about that completely. And even if he had, even if he got a job making sixty grand a year right off the bat, which you're not going to, no. he would be screwed. For 15 years, right. he'd be paying back student loans, you know, because that's how he, I mean, he had a, some scholarship because he's extremely smart. Right. So, I mean, he had some help, but of course it was universal. But then it all comes back to, you could have gone somewhere Well, that's cheaper, always, that's always you know? out there. Yeah. And, you know, you didn't have to go to the unit, but he wanted to go to UT because of the experience right. of UT. And well, I mean, there's something to be said for that, but I don't think, I don't think in, what? I don't know that we can live in that world anymore. Right. Now, where, do you mind me asking what he got his degree in? 
uh, one of these newfangled things. Like I don't what know. he wants to do with it. How about that? He it has something to do with it's like sports marketing or so one of these weird news. Oh, that stuff. that sounds like a, a wide open where yeah, there's plenty exactly, of jobs. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, even with uh, I mean, he does. He's had some part time work, like in TV and media stuff, right. and and. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Which degrees nowadays, degree majors aren't like they were when we no, went to school. Yeah. Everything's much more different as far as just coming out with a general business degree. I, uh, or that's that's kind of where I was headed as far as, like, if you got something like that, you could you could almost go anywhere. Yeah. Right. And, the, and the degree carries the same amount of weight when you get out in the job market. Right. If you're more specialized or you're going to the school because they're known for yes. that, whatever it is. I think that's different. Yeah. Well, and like I, I have a, uh, I, I work in a world where it doesn't matter where you went to school, but I work in a world where what I do, you had to have experience to do it. Yeah. And I had one time where I was on a team with a gal that was pretty, had only been out of school a couple of years and she was so big into how important it was that you went to a good school. And I'm like, look, in this world, it doesn't she matter. She was Andy from The Office. I was yeah. bringing up that he went to Cornell. Yeah. Well, yeah. She, was, she was really nice about it. But she, like her boyfriend was still doing graduate school and was it, where he went mattered. Now, he was like in, he wasn't in my field. He was in something like financial. And maybe it does, like Big time finance, not like right. set loans down at the uh, down at the credit union. At the credit union, yeah, I mean, it was right. like international. Maybe then, but yeah. I think most places they just want you to have a degree yeah. and what you can do. Then now, getting in, I don't know because we've filled up this world of you know, and we heard it. You know, do what you want, follow your heart, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't know that that works anymore. Well, and there's two. I mean, I've got a couple of friends that work for big box retail places and they've got degrees in business degrees in, and that's when they came out of college 10 15 years ago that's what there was you know i mean it kind of and so they you know started ground floor working at you know dick sporting goods or yep. whatever and now they're a store manager and make good money right but within it's you know like one of them for walgreens he makes pretty damn good money, but you have to deal with bullshit sure. retail Every stuff. Day, yeah. yeah, I mean your your employee base is a bunch you know, of people who don't care about their jobs. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, your turnovers all the time and these companies will just you know, if you're like he's been at he's managed three different stores in the Metroplex in like five years. Yeah. And it might be, okay, we're going to move you over to a store in Plano. Okay. He's there for a year and a half. Okay. We're going to move you to a store out in Rowlett. Yeah. We're going to move. And so. But a lot of them, it's, we're going to move you to a store in Oklahoma City. Oh, we're going to move yeah. you to, to I mean, luckily, uh, like North with Dakota. He, with him, is there's enough of that retail store, you know, in this area. Stay there. Because there's so much turnover within those companies because yeah. those jobs fucking suck. Yeah. And, uh, you know. You know, this is a smart dude, you know, got got a business degree and, and just that's he had to get a job to start to paying somewhere. bills yeah. when he got out of college. Point, and You get so many years invested in it and then you're like, well, I could go do something else or go somewhere else. But then if you do that, 
You're starting over. You're starting over. Yeah, exactly. Or you're taking at least a few steps back. And right. Exactly. then maybe you're married. Yeah. You had a couple little kids or something. You yep. can't, I can't take a $20,000 pay cut. Right. right. So I'll just, I'll just stay here. This is what I've always done. Yep. Yeah. So you, yeah, I feel for that. But I mean, there is, I don't think as far as the following your dreams. Yeah. That's not realistic, well, but I do believe you've got, to find something that you can tolerate. Yes. And you, because, that you're adept at. Right. I mean, cause even like you look at our parents' generation, especially, you know, when, when factories were still around and there were plenty of guys that worked down at the factory, fucking hated it. Yep. But it provided a livable, a good wage, right. you know, and for them to do that. I mean, my dad, the last, Shit, the last 15, 20 years of his career, which he worked for the same damn company for 46 years, the last 15 years, he fucking hated it. I mean, hated it. But at that, I mean, making damn good money, you're invested Mm -hmm. as far as retirement and all that good stuff. You got to stick it out, you know? And, uh, well, I mean, the lot, the loss of our our manufacturing base, that's, Going, you know, going back to Nixon opening up China, that was the downfall yeah, of, of I mean, what we knew as growing up. Yeah, I mean, and that's you can't. I mean, which I know nothing about economics except that it's a hell of a lot more complicated than what people make it. Yeah, and the days, in my opinion, of you know, supply and demand, you know, shit doesn't work. It's not that simple. You know, I mean, everything's way too, I mean, there's no incentive, I don't think, for there to be manufacturing jobs over here. You cannot compete yeah, for, for the cost for, for most the, things. Yeah. With, uh, I mean, certain things you can, of course, and especially when automation gets involved. True. But then with that, okay, this plant used to need to have 150 employees now, shit, we can do it for, we can do it with about 20 employees. Yeah. You know? I also wonder with that type, you open up those types of facilities and sites. Do you have a workforce that looks at it like, well, I'm, I'm too good to do that. I've got too much education. Yeah. And I, to me, I think honestly, it comes down and this might be our generation talking or just, this might be because how old are you? You're late thirties, right? 40. He's 40. Oh, you all oh, straight hit the club. That. Yes. All right. Welcome, Welcome to, the to club. middle age, buddy. Hey. Welcome. Hadn't been right. too bad so far. All right. So you got three 40 year olds sitting here saying, I mean, to me, you follow the money. If the jobs are paying good, yeah. you're going to fucking go. Yeah. And it's like, you know, guys that we grew up with 15 years ago that hit the oil fields. Right. When that, you know, we didn't grow up in an oil area, but they were, you know, working up in Oklahoma, working out in West Texas, working, working offshore Gulf, yeah. and uh, making, I mean, this was a dude that was, you know, replacing tires on vehicles six months earlier. Now he's out in the Gulf pulling in tons of yes, freaking money. Insane amounts of insane money. Insane amounts of money. Yeah. And that's fine and dandy as long as, as that a, shit as holds, holds up, out, right? you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a peculiar world. No, it's, it's it, totally uh, different than what we, what we came into. Yeah. You know, cause I think we, Obviously, none none of the three of us are in manufacturing, right? As far as anybody knows, no, Um, definitely not. And you know, I talked to my kids. In fact, we had a conversation, my wife and I, with them the other day. Like, you know, you need to be ready to to work and to find something where you can make a 
a living at it, but well, we were going through the drive-through at McDonald's, and the girl, the uh, the North Wind was going straight in the pickup window or the pay window, and she was complaining about how cold it was, and you know, and I made small talk with her while I was paying. And then we pulled up, and like, you need to plan on finding something where you don't have to work in the North Facing window. But by God, why'd you tell her that? I, to my kids, yeah, not her. Uh, okay. <laughs> You need to do better. Give me my fish. Hey, give me back my debit card and do better. Uh, no, uh, but we have told them like if you do have to have a job because we, you know, we had jobs. I was telling my, I had a job as a dishwasher for a while in yeah. college, which was the worst job I oh. ever had at El Chico. Oh mm. no! Go home. My pants would be covered in salsa. I didn't eat Mexican food for a year or two. That's how bad things were. Ooh. No Mexican food that is for a, a year. Terrible place. Yes, tell me. Just awful. Anyway, but we're like, you need to work as hard as you can when you get a job because you'll move up because everybody else will suck if you get a if you have a shitty job. If yeah. You work your hardest, you'll rise to the top as the cream because everybody else will just be half assing it, right. and you'll eventually get ahead. I don't know if that's true anymore, but it, it's good to tell them for jobs like that. Yes, yeah. You know, I mean, you may not be, you know, graduating I mean, to because I know several people, three, I think, that uh, in college started working at Chili's. What company owns that? That's uh, uh what's that chain? Yeah, it's a big. It's they own a bunch, Yeah, they yeah, own a I bunch of different remember. shit. All three of them started in college. You know, working at Chili's. All three of them ended up being cool. store managers. Yeah. That you know, about ten years later or something like that, and one of them. It's like some kind of region. I mean, there's all kinds of things to fit in that stuff. And, you know, if you're in college, I mean, but that's also one of those things where you look, you're still in that service industry job and, you know, you're going to work holidays. Yeah. You're going to work nights. Mm -hmm. You're going to work. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're the manager or the regional manager or whatever. You're going to be doing shit, you know. And uh, our but, customer, you know, our customers depend on it. But you, know? you get that same yeah. shit if you go into the health field, you know. Or, oh yeah, you know, exactly. With I, the health field, yeah. Um, and you know, we know lots of people. But that, in the health field, you don't have to deal with people complaining. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everybody's completely satisfied, right? Nobody's ever, uh, yeah, unhappy or anything. Well, but then again, in the health field, those jobs. Like, I don't feel sorry for an RN that's working Christmas Day because she's making some bank. Yes, that's true. But uh, your x-ray tech or your other one isn't making anywhere near the bank with the same amount of, of uh, Not education. Not the same amount of bank. But still, they're compensated. But they're making, agree, yeah. yeah, they're making some good cash that day. But, yeah, yeah, the nurses will. But it's one of those things, you know... I'm honest with the kids. I don't tell them. Yeah, follow your dreams. Yeah, and I think back. I mean, me and my dad have very few memorable conversations as you know, right. me, me as a youth. But I do remember they generally always came either sitting on a tailgate. Budweiser staring, wasn't involved, was it? Lots of Budweiser involved. Sitting on a tailgate, staring at cattle, or sitting around a campfire. And uh, I do remember him telling me when I was probably in like fifth grade, we were camping. Uh, one weekend, I think it was, I think, you know, dad drunk talk, that kind of thing. I remember him telling me, you know, you're going to have to, uh, do better in school and do, you know, you, 
your generation ain't going to be able to rely on the type job that I have because that job's – this was in 1985. Right. He's telling me this. He said – the top job I have, it's still going to be there, but it's not going to pay near oh, okay, I got you. what sure. what I get paid. He said, your kids your age are going to have to do stuff different. He said, it's not, these kind of jobs aren't going to be there. Yeah. And, uh, okay, whatever, Dad. You know, no, I mean, it's, old you fucker know, was right. He's right. You know? yeah. My dad told me, uh, better study as much as you can and do good in high school and go to college. Because he said, son, if you have to make a living working with your hands, you're going to starve to death. <laughs> He's basically like, you sure as hell not living with me forever. Right. Uh, yeah, it's a definitely a different world. And it the, and the social media question, everything just is so cynical now. There's no, nothing. Yeah, and we mentioned like people in their twenties, but this is just my observation. And now there's plenty. There's plenty of people in their thirties and forties and fifties. No, but I feel like the most. Bitter, angry people you see in those conversations and those fights. You go look at their profiles and stuff. You can tell they are someone who is 50 or older yes. or 60 or older. Uh-huh. And that's why I don't go on Facebook at all anymore. No, not really. Because it's full of uh, of old people that you know showing their ass. Yeah. You know, in one way or the other. Whether it's just like maybe it's not actually fighting with anybody. But it's, it's just, showing how little knowledge they have about what they're trying to talk about. No, it's not even. It's well, it's that sometimes, but it's also just a million posts and reposts or shares or whatever the fuck of articles, articles and memes, you know, and just shit. It's like there are people I am related to that are totally muted on <laughs> Facebook because they just post shit non-stop 24-7. Yeah. And, you know, I don't have a problem not having the same religious or political or food, you know. <laughs> if, if you like mayonnaise, that's fine. I still love you. Right. But I don't need Thank to hear you, you posting <laughs> 100 mayonnaise articles a day. How, about how great <laughs> how it great is. is. Right. You don't know what you're missing. Right. You know, it's just... Everybody's got a pulpit now. Everybody's got a megaphone. And you're right, Jay. There's definitely the 50 to 70 year old anger. I'm shocked by and some I of see it. I see. I see it both right and left. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And people that you you tolerated their views when it was just them, you know, one on one. Cuz you can walk away from them yeah. or you can get in a conversation with your cousin Jim instead of talking to Crazy Uncle Larry, or whatever, you know, you don't have to. That reminds me on the uh, Tell Me Where to Turn podcast recently talking about their Christmas get together with the crazy. Uh, did you hear that episode, Jay? I, th- I think I did. <laughs> Where they, with the crazy uh, <laughs> Bible quoting. Uh, uh, cousin or whatnot, where the yeah was ready for the impeachment and of execution our, execution of Obama and, and what then, uh, that's a big thing. Like I did hear that story, a, not impeachment, but it was going to no. be a, a arrest for treason and an execution of Obama. Really? Yeah, you go in social media circles and you look up stuff about President Obama. There are a lot of people out there that this guy needs to be brought to justice for what? What are you doing? Well, it's just. Treason. You know, treason. Oh, Eight okay. years of treason. And while treason. I'm- and <laughs> not just imprisoned. He should be executed. Huh. Okay. But we had the same, I mean, to a lesser degree for Bush, there were people, you know, that were 
after there was you used to see Bush derangement syndrome, people would call it. Uh, Wearing T-shirts where Bush was Hitler. Right, where Bush was Hitler, a certain podcaster that we know <laughs> when in his youth. Uh, it, it's always been there, but it's just now it's everybody, and you know exactly what everybody thinks. It's turning into an episode of Black Mirror where we've got our labels on us and everybody knows. Yeah, but that's just... why we don't talk about we don't really talk about politics here. I think everybody kind of knows where everybody stands, but we don't really get into it. And we certainly don't post shit on social media all the time. Right. Because what's the point? No one's ever changed anybody's no, mind no. about anything on social media. Mm-mm. People can preach to me all they want. In the last election, I voted for Mike Soroy for president. <laughs> so send me all the Good articles. Choice. Mayonnaise related or not. Right. Send your pro-mayonnaise articles. You can bombard me with mayonnaise memes. I don't care. It's not going to change. So I don't know. Well, once again, we haven't solved anything. <laughs> well, got it off our chest. Got it off our chest. Well, weigh in uh, with your uh, thoughts about mayonnaise, mayonnaise yeah. or mustard. And I guess we'll talk to you later. You can email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com and always find us on Twitter. So I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. Autumn leaves, and your guys get hungry raking them up. Don't they deserve your best? Then start with creamy, fresh Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. Only real mayonnaise is light and delicate enough to turn even a sandwich into a special treat. And real mayonnaise is the other name for Hellman's. Easy sandwich recipes right on the jar. For your family. Bring out the Hellman's and bring out the best. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as you can tell, Andy Kaufman is here, sort of, and uh, Jerry Jerry Lawler is also here. And uh, there's some nights I wish Tom were here, but that's not the case. Um, uh, is Andy? Are you coming in here again? Or I'm sick of this. You are full of my friend. I will sue you for everything you have. I will sue you. You're a. As far as I'm concerned, you hear me? I will get you for this. To use those words on television, I apologize to all my friends. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you, you're a... Uh, I think you can use some of those words on TV. I'm not. But, but what you can't do is throw coffee. I've said it over and over again. Well, that about wraps this segment up. I want to uh, thank my guests, uh, Mr. Lawler, Jerry. Thank you very much for being here, and uh, good luck to you, sir. And my thanks to Andy Kaufman. World-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Salley. Good night from Dallas, Texas.